Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Season 1, Episode 6, Coming Home, is over, but we are just getting started here on Post Show Recaps. Yes, the Walking Dead panel has come home to talk about everything that happened in Season 1 play of the Walking Dead, and they're tantalizing hints at what is to come, but of course, we cannot discuss what is to come until we have discussed everything that happened. I am Jessica Lee, and of course, with me as always are two guys that I would never chain together and force to get juiced up zombies. AJ Maspel. AJ, how are you doing this week? Just just take it take take the wrist off. Just 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 one clean shot. One clean shot. Just take it off. I promise I'll I'll, I'll do better. Are you gonna cry? <laughs> I, you know it's just you put yourself out there. You put yourself out there and and it doesn't work. It doesn't work. Your plans get screwed by a stupid little boy. A stupid little boy. Stupid, stupid little boy. We'll get to it. We'll yeah. get to it. Uh, yeah. We'll get to it. And of course, yes, of course, precocious child of this podcast, Chappelle. How are you doing? Alan's D. I know that one. You know, uh, I'm, I am good. Yeah, I was like, do- I was like, Doctor Who, where? Where? What happened? When did we get here? Uh, yes, I, I'm excited. I'm very excited to talk. Well, one, to be back with talking to y'all, of course, but obviously to talk about this finale episode of The Walking Dead, Daryl Dixon, um, because, and not to jump too far ahead, but we saw my girl Carol is back, baby. Let's go. I'm happy. So happy. Now we can talk about Candle. Carol's back. Carol's going to be on next season. It has been confirmed. And AMC probably yelled at Jeffrey Dean Morgan for spoiling that about a year ago. But (laughs) hey, you think he was just jealous because his show is not as. So, yeah, we are here. We are. We have finished the season. We have wrapped up the story. We have left the annoying child at the monastery where he belongs. Did we? And, well, yeah, he's there. I thought he was on the beach. There's, no, no, no. We'll, but on the beach is the woman that helped Daryl in the first episode before he got to the nuns. Oh, gosh. I was like, that little kid didn't follow him to the damn beach. I was like, I was sick of this yeah. stuff. But <laughs> I was like, I know. I know that at Laurent. Um, no, the one with the, gra- with the grandfather. Oh, That's who that was. Gotcha. I would listen. 
You are forgiven I, for not knowing. I was about to throw a fit. Just no. Oh man, that it does. It, if that's Laurent, that does change things quite a bit. <laughs> but at that point, I think you. I think you have to be like, okay, if you followed me, I guess you're coming back to North America. With me. Well, isn't that like at that point like, right? <laughs> yeah. He's gone down the beach. I mean, don't get me wrong. If he had made it that far, Daryl walks up on this beach that is clearly just littered with just walkers just been hanging out, I guess, or booby-trapped or whatever the case may be. And so he makes it down to the water. But yeah, we see them surrounding that person. And so I was like, oh yeah, that kid's dead anyway. But I see who it is now. It makes more sense. Uh, I still think they're dead because how do you survive this? I don't know. You, you survived 12 years of zombie apocalypse up to this point. And I feel like people playing in stupid ways probably have weeded out the stupid ways to die. Mm-hmm. And we are now like, when you die, it's it's for a really good reason. Because if you were going to die for a stupid reason, you would have done that in the first 12 years of the zombie apocalypse. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's just, it's just, it was just such a, a lovely bookend though of, of from the first episode to the last episode to the whole, you know, who is Daryl searching for? Like, what, what was he really searching for? And to, to find himself, to find his his grandfather's grave, to to, to find the American flag that beckoning him back home, but still being in France. Like, just it was just such a, a lovely, poignant moment to see, to see again Norman Reedus crying for just a split second, just a split second of tears, and they're going. I gotta go back. I gotta go back. Should I go back? I gotta go back. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, well, you he, know, he's been all over the world now and he's never been to Daryl Dixon. Nope. <laughs> but is he going back? Is he going back home? Because we see Carol looking for him. But if there's a season two of The Walking Dead, Daryl Dixon, is are we done with France completely? Is this is we never get Carol in France? Daryl's the only one who gets to make that big trip. It would be a shame. I want Carol to go to France. I feel like she deserves a trip to France. Yeah, Carol course, should go to somebody, France. Absolutely, somebody should go to France. I mean, the Walking Dead. I mean, I guess I guess that's why they didn't call it Daryl in Paris, or you know, uh, I love Paris, or you know, or Paris you know, Walking Dead. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Because they had to let us know that okay, there's a world where he can come back. You know, and so I think that we had our little bottle season in Paris. Um, but I, I don't know. I really like the idea that we were getting this different culture. Um, you know, kind of as the backdrop to our show. And so it's not a boring to me to find out that he goes back to America. Like, don't get me wrong, he needs to. But this was a very interesting way of looking at this season, and I really enjoyed it. He does go back. I think he stays and he's going to help this girl with whatever her problem is because that gives her a reason to be there in the first place. So it's like, why did we have that whole scene to begin with? It sort of sets him off on his journey. And now we're closing the loop. And it's like, oh, there's still work here to be done. Like the world still needs Dixon. Um, I would love to see Daryl Dixon world tour. Like if we're going, if we're going that way, he could go to a different country every single season. Like next season, let's take him to England or mm-hmm. let's take him, let's take him to like Daryl Dixon goes to Portugal, Dixon goes to Morocco. It's like we get to, then we get a sense of like, what are these other countries doing with the zombie apocalypse and how does Daryl Dixon 
you know, this is the Daryl, you know, it's like we took the ride with Norman Reedus and we combined it with Walking Dead Daryl Dixon. Mm-hmm. A track log. No, I like that. That's what I, I would hope for. That next season he gets to bring a friend and it's him and Carol seeing sights and you know, there were sights this episode. That was great. Um very picturesque Vincent Michelle Reese looks like that. And roughly untouched since the zombie apocalypse. Like they've really they've really got it on lock there. It's very well preserved. So I like that there's still a commitment to, you know, the enduring heritage, even when 99% of the world has bizarre. Well, I think it's, it's, it's also, it, it serves a purpose for it to be in France. Like it, it serves a purpose mm-hmm. for it to be where it is. Whereas the setting, this could be anywhere, but it couldn't be anywhere because there is no, soldiers from world war ii american soldiers graveyard anywhere mm-hmm. else like this is where it is so it makes mm-hmm. sense yeah. it's there so i i think using the environment in such a in such a wonderful way it it, it works for me yeah yeah and it the, works super well um the, the boat is supposed to get daryl as far back as newfoundland right so that's like Canada, mm-hmm. right? You know, so I guess I, technically mm-hmm. it's not the same country, you know, so we might, if he makes it that far, then we could get, you know, some different landscape. I don't know what we're looking for there. I don't, I don't know what's over there. Um, So, you know, it's probably just like more of the Walking Dead insert, you know, random location. But I did enjoy, you know, this whole season of kind of, like you said, sightseeing. You know, we got to see different parts of France. We got to see the nest, uh, as you just pointed out, which was amazing looking. You know, it kind of gave like this big Hogwarts vibe or something like that when they pulled up. I enjoyed that. Um, even them getting welcomed in by all the people who had been taking refuge. There's a guy from New Jersey there. Who knew? You know, uh, so I, I liked it. I, I enjoyed what they did with it. This finale was pretty cool. Yeah, I, I thought it was really fun. But let's go up to the top of the episodes. Let's back it up to the gladiatorial zombie arena and talk about this fight that comes up here. Now, I want to take us back even further for a second. I want to take us back to episode three because I told the two of you to put a pin in this when it happened. And we saw a a zombie walking chained to a dead body, kind of dragging the dead body by the chain. And I said, put a pin in that because it's going to come up later. And here you are. This is how, this is how it came up later. This was clearly like this zombie is, you know, they just let it out after it finished fighting when it was a human. Because here we have the same thing happening. Daryl has fought the super fast zombie, planted the French flag into its skull, which is a hilarious visual. And I think like even the first time I saw that, I screenshotted it and sent it to you because I was I was that um, taken aback by it. It's hilarious. Um, it is. It's it's great. It's got it's got real like a lot of real World War II vibes here. Like the raising the flag looked very Iwo Jima to me. Um, but the, at, once he's done that, he's like, "Oh, good, I'm done. They're gonna let me go, right?" Nope, they're not gonna let you go. They're gonna bring out Quinn, and now you have to fight five zombies simultaneously while chained to a douchebag. <laughs> well, at least that's the plan. Yeah, that <laughs> the is the plan. plan. Luckily, one of the zombies gets ejected with, <laughs> with the samurai and just his head explodes. 
Yeah. That's why your zombies have to be fresh. Wait, and then another zombie attacks the other zombie and rips its face off? Yes. Like, which yeah. which yes. was my, my theory from, from last week, which is like, just set them loose on the zombies and they'll, they'll end up killing each other. Maybe zombie eradication was, services. Yeah. It's like the whole point. It was like the zombie that's supposed to, it's like the Judas goat of zombies. <laughs> yeah, but are we? I guess they're still in the experimental phase. We know that, uh, and this is definitely a good way to test that out. But I, I, I think you have to kind of think of yourself as a failure, as you have been the only person to manage to turn the zombies against each other. These things just walk around freely, not touching each other, and for some reason, your juice just made the zombie football tackle the other zombie, and then just ridiculously just rip, like not to eat it, just to rip its face off, kind of just in like aggression, random acts mm -hmm. of violence from zombies. It's crazy. Yeah, you know, who knew that zombies could be killing machines? <laughs> well, <laughs> zombies are dangerous. PSA. Yeah, what? exactly. Yeah, I, I, I did, I did think that maybe the best part of all of Daryl Dixon and maybe all of The Walking Dead in general was when they shot up the zombie and the zombie was too rotten to continue and its head exploded scanner style. That made me really happy. Yeah. It leveled the playing field for Daryl and uh, Quinn because, like, I trust Daryl with my life. I've told y'all before, he's a superhero and you just got to accept it. But Quinn, uh, you know, Quinn probably needed the little help that they had. Uh, they made a decent team, but when they finished this fight, uh, it looks like he is on the way out. He's like, oh no, it's just a burn. Uh, now, these, these, uh, juice up zombies, are they acidic? I think there's like a smoke coming out of them. How do we, what are, what are we doing here? I think some of them are, are regular walkers and some of them are the, the, the afame that they met earlier that happened to have acid blood. Mm -hmm. So I think it's just, you know, they're, they're trying to figure out which is the right zombie to shoot up with this juice and in the right dose to make the right combination. Uh, and they happen to have a couple of uh, flaming zombies there. <laughs> and the flaming zombie is the one that attacked Quinn, right? Because he said it was a burn. Yeah. But then at the same time, the burn the burn does not turn you into a zombie. The bite turns you into a zombie, or the scratch turns you into a zombie. I, I think he was bit. I think yeah. he was bit, and just he was telling Daryl. He was just telling Daryl, no, 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 no. It's just a burn. It's okay. I'll be fine because we we see later he ain't fine. Famous no, last words. Pretty freaking far from fine at that point. Um, but I also Daryl had his own little Hunger Games moment here. He beheads the zombie and then throws it at Janae. <laughs> and she sort of yeets it across the room, and and she gets she has the temerity to get mad at this. Like, yeah. lady, yeah. what did you expect here? And and then she gets mad. She's like, okay, well that's it. You're done. We're gonna murder you. But of course, at the moment where Daryl is about to get executed, La Resistance makes itself known, and Janae makes a very good point here. And, uh, you know, I, I shouldn't be in the business of saying, like, the fascist dictator makes some very good points, actually. But how did they get the huge-ass guns into the... Like, they're not even hiding it. Like, it. It just walks in, it's like packing this giant rifle. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, how do you let the the head of the resistance in, in the first place? It's not like they don't know who Falou is. Right. But they should. Effing Kingsley right. Shacklebolt walking around like nothing's wrong. And nobody <laughs> wants to say anything. I was like, I know y'all see his black ass right there. Y'all know, y'all, he's huge and he's wearing that hat. He's like, hey, I'm the resistance. Look at me. Um, so I guess. Maybe they didn't want to profile him. 
<laughs> but I guess they they have a secret wink wink, you know, worker at the gates who lets mm. them in. You know, I think that's probably the case. I mean, they did have someone working with Quinn to give the note to Izzy in the first place to to make sure she showed up. So yeah, law resistance yeah. is everywhere. Law resistance can can infiltrate anywhere. Uh, as long as it's not shown on screen, because that would, you know, wouldn't would ruin the surprise. <laughs> yeah, then we'd have to explain it to you. I yeah. like I like the idea that they just finally got fed up. It was like, has anybody tried shooting Daryl? Like, have we attempted that? You know, like the zombie yeah. uh, coliseum was cool, but just how about you just shoot him? And they're like, yeah, let's shoot him. And then that pops off, you know, the escape, um, and then later on the fight and all this other stuff. And your boy Quinn, um. Uh, Sacrificing his wrist to then go sacrifice himself for his child and his girlfriend that he loves so much. I feel like this is a departure from the character of Quinn that we have gone to know. AJ, you disagree? No, it would be if he wasn't aware that he was bit and was going to die. Right. He's like, okay, I can change my life around because I'm dead. Yeah. Well, it's like, it's because, because he basically, he wouldn't do it out of the goodness of his heart, but he would do it. If Daryl promises to tell everybody about it, and that—that's yeah. that, all that about the was, optics here. Yeah, yeah. And Daryl, that scumbag, Izzy said. So did Quinn tell you to to say that to me? And Daryl's like, nope, uh, nope. Just this is a me thing. Sorry, no Quinn. Nope, nope. But what's great about it is that Izzy doesn't fall for it. She's like, yeah, because it sounds like something that he would do. He's like, nope, nope. Don't know what you're talking about. Not him. Nope, <laughs> he sucks. That that's guy fine. Sucks. That's fine. You know, I, I th that's why I like these two characters together. Yeah, because there is that that play there. Like, yeah, all right, I, I'm not gonna make you tell me, but you just told me. So, mm -hmm. yeah, like you can't it. get anything past her. Yeah, except maybe stories about your fake neighbors killing their fake pigs. <laughs> well, and you, she certainly uh, you can't get your keys past her because she will pick them out your pocket when you're not looking. It's very convenient that she happened to also be a petty thief. They're consistent with it. You know, it's it's yeah. it's one of these things where a lot of times in these shows, like they come up with a new way to walk through the, the, the zombies by putting their guts on, and then they don't do it for six seasons mm -hmm. until they go, hey, remember we did she's a pickpocket. She's gonna pickpocket. Yeah. Pickpocket's gonna pickpocket. Yep, yeah. it's great. Yeah. 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 See, I I would have expected her to be a little bit more skilled. We've seen the killer nuns like really out here, like doing work, mm -hmm. but then she's one on one with the zombie and Laurent had to save her. I thought I was like, okay, you know, if you're putting your life in Laurent's hands, I, AJ, I know you hate the kid, but you had to hate him here too, right? I don't know if I can do it. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. God will hate me forever. God will hate me. It's okay, kid. It's okay. Save her. No, but I don't know. God will forgive you. Okay. I guess perhaps maybe. Is she dead yet? No. Okay. I still have to do this. Okay. Maybe. Oh, bonjour. She's still. Oh, God. All right. I'll do it. Yeah. God will forgive me. I am the great one. Yeah. Worship I me. Mean... Worship me. I keep him. He was my father anyway. Yeah. Today, Laurent is a man because he has put down his own zombified father. Oh, Lordy. It's just, just such a pain in the you know what. Yeah. It, it's it's not even the I can't kill the thing because I don't think God wouldn't forgive me like I, that that part's annoying it's mildly annoying but what's more annoying is him later on in the truck like yeah you know it wasn't my dad anyway I you know I don't, there's no sweat off my back it's, you know. I mean it, he's not wrong it was already dead how can you yes how can yes. you get 
How's God going to get pissed off by killing something that's already dead? But he wasn't even using that argument. He right. wasn't using the argument that he was a shell of a man. It was like, he wasn't my father because he didn't raise me. He abandoned me or at least didn't really raise me. So he's just, he was my biological, but biological didn't bother. Phil is my father. Yeah. To quote, to quote Daryl Dixon's brother, um, you know, he may have been, he may have been my father, but he wasn't my daddy. Yeah, exactly. But Laurent's so cavalier about it. This man, we just watched this boy struggle. Like, oh my god, what do I do? What if God doesn't forgive me? And he's in the car, like smoking a cigarette. Like, yeah, I had to offer him. He wasn't my dad anyway. You know, he's a zombie. Gotta get over it. So, okay, Laurent, where did that come from? He grew up ever since he became a man. That one time he killed that one zombie. Uh, oh yeah, like, but but you know, a few minutes later, Cadron and the and the and the Garriers are going to show up. He's going, no, please, no, no. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he certainly has inherited um, his biological father's talent for self-aggrandization here. Well, He's there like, you go. No, it was nothing. I'm cool now. I'm a it's man. Yeah, it's all good. It's all good. I shave. Let's talk about like art and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the yeah, it, it really doesn't last very long. Um, they get a they get a vehicle and they're on the road and then of course we get like we get Cadron's um, Darth Vader moment here, where he's supposed to kill them and he just can't do it. And well, he can I, kill them. He just can't. He, He's got the Negan yeah. thing. He's like, I don't kill kids. I yeah. don't kill kids. Kill the kid. I'm not going to kill the kid. No, kill the kid. Screw you guys. Bang, 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 bang. Yeah. What if I just kill you? Bang, bang, bang. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then, you know, I, I don't know why he doesn't. I really don't know why he doesn't kill Daryl here. Right. That's it. So like, I, I, I'm cool with the killing all the, no, I'm not going to kill the mm. kid. But then it's just like, not today. Next time, Daryl. Like, what? What did that mean? <laughs> That's a little shady. Yeah, but what did that mean? Like, okay, you got this kid with you. I'm going to let you make it. I'll let you take the kid to the nest, which I know where it is. And by the way, it's that way. But I'm not going to turn you in either. Like, like, I don't understand this whole turn. Unless he realizes, like, I mean, is, is this is this basically, are we the baddies? Yeah, is it me? Am I the, <laughs> am, am I the drama? Are we the baddies? <laughs> no, we're the baddies. Yeah, it's me. Hi, I'm the problem. It's me. Right. Yeah. Well, Laurent did say, AJ. God will forgive you. And at that point, it just changed. You've seen his heart. The Grinch's heart grew three sizes, you know, larger yeah. in that moment, you know, three times larger. Okay. And we saw Cadron say, you know what? You're right. I, the kid, he touched me. That God must have sent him to give me that message. I'm killing everybody else, but I, not y'all. Save him. Daryl, right. now, Daryl, tomorrow I'll come get you. But everybody else, y'all good. You're right. You're right. Laurent is the quiz at Sadarak. Okay, fine. <laughs> Everything's fine. He's the Messiah. Great. Wonderful. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. And now we're uh, stuck. I, I, I'm, I'm pissed off at Cadron for taking the watch. He really didn't need to do that, and he's probably just didn't blown up their spot. Well, but he doesn't blow up their spot. I mean, that's the thing. But he's he, gonna blow up their spot. Oh, but, he's gonna blow really? up their spot. Yeah. Will he? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, they're he, gonna he, either torture it out of him, or they're gonna kill him, and the watch is gonna fall out of his goddamn well, pocket. Yeah, that—that's the stupid part. Is that the watch? The watch will fall out. Absolutely. He shouldn't have kept the watch. He should have given it back to him. It's like, well, now I know, and that's good yeah. enough for me. I mean, if he was gonna turn him in, he would have just turned him in because 
he knew that Janae was not buying his story of, oh no, we were just outnumbered and uh, everybody got killed except for me. Haha. <laughs> like, why does he go back at all? Is the question. Why yeah. does he go back at all? Kind of like, well, what else where all his stuff is, AJ? Dang, where is he going to go? He got to sleep I mean, somewhere. He can go to the nest. He can't go to the nest. He can't go to the nest. He doesn't like Daryl. He's gonna. He's not gonna voluntarily hang out with Daryl just because he spared his life one time. Don't go back to the one one person who you know is gonna kill you for not for not <laughs> killing Daryl. Like, it just doesn't make any sense. He thought he yeah, could get away with it. On a suicide spree and kill Janae right then and there. Yeah, maybe he should get on a boat. Yeah, I mean, he definitely has, should have had an exit strategy the moment he decided to betray her. Because it's one thing to let the kid live, but it's another thing to let Daryl live and to also kill all your allies at the same time. Like, he killed the people who came with him. So at the very least, he's a traitor. And he does show up with, like, the, like, oh, you know, it was crazy. We were fighting, and they beat me, beat they was hitting me, and then they was shooting, they were boom, 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 boom. They were shooting at me, and then I dodged all the bullets, and I'm Scott. But then the, the kid got away, and Daryl got away. It was crazy. She's like... And this has never hit you. They didn't touch you. No scratches. He's like, nope, 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 crazy, right? And then wild, nuts, truly, truly nuts. And so, yeah, she doesn't believe him. But her story about how she doesn't believe him, Jess, make me understand. I used to work at the museum and I've seen a lot of eyes. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Um, although impressive that like museum worker <laughs> is a useful occupation for leadership in the zombie apocalypse later on like who had that on their bingo card right i mean if a zookeeper could become a leader then i suppose i suppose i i i i'm waiting i was waiting for her to say the line i was a docent but don't mistake that for me being decent oh oh terrible terrible (laughs) dad joke oh maybe she's just got maybe she's just got like the charlie kale poker face thing Maybe she can just tell when everybody is lying. She can just tell. I don't know. It it was, it was one of those things like, you know, I think you're lying. He's like, what? Me? She's like, yeah. He goes, all right, you got me. He's like, damn, you, you, Cardone, you didn't even try, you know? And so, uh, yeah, they're, they're 100% either going to torture this out of him or they're going to torture him into that little that little locket falls out, the watch falls, and then they're going to have all the answers they need. Um, And it seems to be common knowledge where this nest is because he's like, yeah, it's just up the road. It's north. Well, yeah, Mont Saint Michel is a famous landmark. Right, they know they know where Mont Saint Michel is. They just don't know the nest is, is Mont Saint Michel. Yeah, right. But they're gonna figure that out pretty quickly if it falls out of his pocket. Sure. Um, but yeah, we one hundred percent did not need him to explain that to them. Like they knew where they were going. Yes, very, especially at that. He point. was he was explaining it to the audience and maybe like kind of sort of to Daryl. <laughs> yes. Because I guarantee Daryl doesn't know what that is. Burn, by the way, burn the truck because it's going to look really cool in the shot when you walk away from it. <laughs> yeah, and they, they stuck around to watch it burn too, which yeah. is ridiculous. Um, you kind of have to and, go. And at that point, like, just stick a zombie in there and call it your charred corpse. And yes. then it's like, oh, yeah, we killed them all. They they died in the truck. See, they were on fire. Again, it's a trick that, you know, it, it, it works on this show when you do it. Like, hey, it's me, Al. Look, I'm going to put my clothes on the on, on this one. And they, you think you've killed me. Yay. You you can do the, the fake clothing thing and, and get away with it. But yeah. no. No. 
Everybody doesn't. Everybody isn't caught up on all the zombie lore. They don't know what works and what doesn't work. You think well, you think the you French know. know you can cover yourself in guts and walk around freely? We haven't seen that. We don't know if that technology's made it to them. Yeah, well, the French seem to have a lot of secrets that they haven't imparted to us yet because they all seem to be doing a lot better than the people in America. Oh, 100%. in fact, they gotta import. They gotta import their zombies to do their zombie experiments because they've run out of zombies, which is wild. Like, I know we talked about it last time, but that's definitely wild. You know, the idea that, like, we don't have enough zombies here. We got to go get some more from, uh, uh, like, maybe, like, a third world country or someplace impoverished, like, I don't know, America. <laughs> yeah, they're really exploiting the less fortunate there. I, mm-hmm. I mean, they kind of they kind of fan wank it by saying, like, oh, the zombie needs to be fresh or the juice will make its head explode. <laughs> but, yeah, they really do not need to be. They do not need to be importing them. Such a huge carbon footprint. Like, <laughs> get them from, like, go get them from Belgium or something. Seriously. Right. Something that's not as far, you know, American. And I'm, listen, I'm American made. I'm going to tell you right now, my head might explode. I'm just going to go give you that right <laughs> now. You juice me up. I'm not going to be, I'm not the type of person you want to rely on. Just uh, maybe the French should have a better product over there. They should try it at first. But uh, this is all they have. And, um, you know, I, I'm I'm fine with the French doing their exper- experimentation. I just want everybody to get on the same page. I think AJ keeps pointing out, we point it out every week, said, yeah, we know certain things work with the zombies. We already know these mm-hmm. things. Like, if you told me that juiced up zombie, if Daryl had chopped his head off and the zombie kept on walking around, that, that would have been impressive. You know, like, oh, that's oh, the yeah. type of... Like a chicken. Exactly, yeah. yeah. But it sounds like, you know, the head still needs to get chopped off. That's that's typical zombie stuff. And if you cover yourself in guts, you should be fine. Um I don't know if it would I don't think you would zombies. be fine with yeah, this yeah. would not work on these zombies. Not at all. They don't care. Yeah. Yeah. I honestly I feel like you don't want American zombies to do these experiments on anyway, because they're all gonna be made of like high fructose corn syrup. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Like you know, in, in France they don't have those same like chemicals and additives and stuff and I would I would want organic zombies if I'm going to be doing this. Yeah, it's the difference between the wine and cheese crowd and the uh, corn dogs and beer crowd. Exactly, exactly. I think I would want my zombies to be a little bit more streamlined. You know, Americans are slow and sluggish. That's me. <laughs> That's right. I mean, I'm not, I'm, all, I'm owning it at this point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of my thing. Actually, I kind of enjoy being slow and sluggish. I don't plan on changing it. So hopefully no zombie apocalypse happens anytime soon because that way I can stay this way. Right, right. Well, you know, if the zombie apocalypse happens, I don't intend to be still around in 12 years. So <laughs> I'm going to be that first wave. <laughs> yep. But uh, so, yeah. Oh, yeah. We got Sylvie back randomly. It's like we haven't seen her in three episodes. Oh, she's still around. She had a she was off like with her boyfriend and now. She's back on the task, so it's nice we got her back, I guess. But she's really not all that helpful. Like the one thing that she does is is snuggle. It's like what <laughs> she she's really good for. She she allows uh, she allows uh, herself to be a pillow for a sleeping Laurent so that uh, Daryl and Izzy can have a conversation. That's pretty yeah, much she's it. She's like, yeah, what what is your job on this journey? I'm the big spoon. Yeah, which I mean, iconic position on this uh, on the journey for something like this. But you know, she does ask Daryl at one point, "Have you ever been in love?" And Daryl's like, "Shut up!" You know, (laughs) 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 what he does that once a season. Once a season, someone's like, "Daryl, 
do you ever let anybody in? And he's like, why do y'all keep asking me that? No. And also, why didn't you die in this series? What do we need her for? I'm sorry, it's Sylvie. Has hard got pass on the question. Right. <laughs> but Sylvie's brought nothing to the table. It's not like Sylvie has like uh, went off and came back with some certain set of skills. She ain't got no ammo or nothing like that. She's just back to snuggle. Yeah. Are we going to get more of her next season? Or are they just dragging her around because they needed another person for Laurent to lay on top of? <laughs> yeah, they don't have enough pillows at the nest. So well, she's going to be someone who uh, next season can die and we can be get mad at it. Right. Yeah, I thought she was going to die. Like I, it, uh, the logical place for her to die would have been like when Cadron stopped everybody and sure. they're like, okay, start killing people. And so they kill, they kill Sylvie. And then everybody's like, Oh no, poor Sylvie. We we're so sad and we're terrified and they need business. And then he kills everybody. That's not them. Yeah. Like that, that I could have believed, but why even bring her back? She really, you know, go on, girl. Give us nothing. Um, nothing. Literally nothing. Her and the boyfriend. Yeah. I, they're in there, I guess, to <clears throat> I guess to show that you make your own rules even when you're a nun in the zombie apocalypse because that comes back as well. We'll get to that in a second, but... Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anytime anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Yeah, there's a lot of, I think one of the themes of the series as a whole has been you have faith, but you can redefine your faith however you yourself want to want to define that so you could be a nun and you can live with nuns but you're also it's like kind of the same you're you're working towards the same higher power as the buddhist monk from new jersey who has moved into the nest and of course you create your own divine providence um when you get the kid to draw a picture and pretend that he's a prophet yeah which yeah. not enough not enough said about that yet. Gabriel never came to this conclusion, though. You know, like, the actual priest has been walking around like, no, you gotta still, like, don't get me wrong. We we gotta do what we gotta do to survive, and we're probably all just gonna burn in hell. Like, I think Gabriel kind of has, like, the morbid approach to this. Like, mm. I'm doing what I gotta do to survive. At this point, I'm wearing this because it's who I am, but at the same time, like, 
I'm making my bed every day, you know, whereas the people yeah. in France are like, no, what? God will always forgive you. Sometimes you have to do awful things. I think Laurent says it best. And as he's the Messiah, I have to like, you know, I have to give him credit for this one. He says, uh, you can do awful, horrible things and God will forgive you. The end. Yeah. And we're, it's also kind of like, it doesn't ultimately matter if Laurent has any kind of special zombie powers or if his, the circumstances of, his extraordinary birth mean anything at all. It's like, they just need someone and they're making their own Messiah. It's like, yeah. we're just going to say this kid is because we need that figure to rally around. And until you prove otherwise, then, then he is. I mean, I think that's, that's the point. It's like, yeah, it's difficult to disprove that. Don't give anyone the opportunity to prove otherwise, because it, it, even if he is not, it, it, you know, the last time the, the, the proving was, you know, involved, you know, a bunch of nails and 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 crosses yeah, yeah. wood. So, mm -hmm. you know, uh, as we've seen, uh, you know, uh, in, in in the zombie apocalypse, that's not going to stop them from coming back. <laughs> no. So it's true, and it won't take three days either. Yeah, it, but it's well, it might depend. It depends on what the story needs, because I mean, you know, some mm. some some of these people take a long freaking time to turn. Some people turn in eight seconds. So, we we never really established that either. But uh, yeah, you know, it's it's nice that the nest is this kind of bastion of of all faiths. You know, you, you saw people with yarmulkes. We knew that Aslan was there, who was was praying towards Mecca. So you know, we we know that this is just kind of a hodgepodge of we'll take a little of your book and a little of your book and a little of your it's book. Very and, ecumenical. Yes, mm -hmm. and here he <laughs> is, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Sir Elton John. Oh, I mean. The Messiah Laurent. <laughs> he goes like, hey, honestly, the the whole thing, the whole parade at the nest felt like the end of Godspell, <laughs> or like Hair, or one of those like yeah. '60s '70s musicals where everybody's like in peace and harmony and doing and doing musical numbers, and they're all sort of wearing color coordinated clothing to demonstrate. Superstar <laughs> was was hair the uh was uh was that uh Aquarius the song that they they yeah or something Twilight yeah. choreography yeah right watch it back and then just dub that song on top of the scene and it totally makes sense you know I think it's yeah. I think you're like yeah and it's and it's crazy because they all know like okay this kid is we just need them you know like f it we i can't prove anything but whatever that's what faith is about you just got to believe at some point and what else do you got going for yourself here i mean this this place doesn't even look like they have the mork and mindy to watch so they, they, you know they've got very little to hold dear no but it is an incredible zombie fortress for oh a my lot god of reasons. it's the best one i think we've seen uh yeah it, legit a fortress they didn't even get into like all the reasons why either mm -hmm. so you got your big, it's almost like a whole little town on this island that is accessible via a causeway at low tide. So you can see for miles in any direction. So you can see the zombies coming. You can see the enemies coming. And you have fortifications too. It's like the way they built that church on top of that mountain, the original structure. So my, I work for a travel company. We went there a couple of times last year. Um, and I learned a bit about this. The uh, original fortification is from the 10th century, which is wild. And okay. they've built on top of that for 
the thousand years after that. But in order to get that original structure up on top of that hill and to build it as big as they wanted, they had to have this intricate network of like crypts and underground and underground vaults and chapels and stuff. So it's like if the zombies come, you just go down into the crypts and you're yeah. going to be safe for a while. Cool. So this is brilliant. Like if you're going to be anywhere in a zombie apocalypse, I think medieval medieval fortress is the best bet. And there's a lot of those in continental Europe. So I think that may be another reason why Europe's doing so much better than us in zombie apocalypse. <laughs> Like, you know what keeps out zombies? Moats. Yeah. And they got more of them than we do, for sure. Um, I liked Daryl at this uh, nest because I like seeing domesticated Daryl. He's like Mm -hmm. peeling potatoes and teaching people how to shoot guns. He's kind of just like, oh, man, I'm back home. Like, this is home. But in the back of his mind, he's like, this is not home at all. And I'm about to go. Um, There were moments, though, where it felt like they were trying to be like, Daryl, so you and Izzy, huh? Y'all are both... uh, single y'all are both killers what's up did y'all get the the like the romance that they were trying to push on us she's like oh i'm washing my back could you get that for me you know i thought uh maybe we might have a little something going on here they i think trying to make that happen yeah 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 they were trying but it wasn't like daryl was not having any of it yeah like they wanted us to ship it but daryl as a character was emphatically opposed mm. i can't ship him with anybody because i'm always like but Connie, though, you know, I'm never gonna yeah, let but Connie. Go. Yeah, I'm never letting. I'm go. still mad. Like, I I've never been madder at The Walking Dead than the episode that introduced Leah. It's like I hate everything about this. She she's belongs awful. with Connie. Yeah, she's, she's the worst. Sucks. Yeah, <laughs> she she was the worst before she turned out to be part of a bloodthirsty gang that made no sense. <laughs> but she was even worse than the worst after that. But at least you know when he was revealing his friends and telling Laurent all about the people left behind. She got third villain behind Judith and RJ. So Connie yeah. is, is still, she's at the still forefront a factor. Yes. Yeah. In, in my head canon, I like to believe that he knows he has to go home to Connie, you know, cause there's moments where it is the, see, that was a little low down move. I'm not a big fan of. She's like, Oh, really? You gonna abandon him like you got abandoned by your daddy? I said, damn, is it that's not his child? You can just did you just pull that out your ass like that? You know, like oh so you really gonna do Laurent like that? Y'all spent three months together and now look, you just leaving him like everybody else did. He has to get back to Connie and his real family. Where is his his actual children? Where's little ass kicker? You know, I, I didn't like that she tried to pull that one at the last second. And so that's why I felt this is an act of desperation from this woman. This is not about Laurent. This is about Izzy trying to get her man. Yeah, she was, she when she said, you can't abandon Laurent like that, what she meant was, you can't abandon me like that. Mm-hmm. Stand up. It's like, ma'am, ma'am, you are already married <laughs> to the Lord. <laughs> to, the, to God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I agree. Um, I I don't know. I just for yeah. Me, you can't like go, you can't abandon God like that, is he? Right. I, I mean, he's been a bit of an absentee husband, but sure. You know, I'll, I'll... a little bit. A little yeah. Bit. I mean, I was saying you could definitely if, if that's what she's married to. If this, is this who you lay with? Is he, if that's who she lays with, then I, yeah, I think you could ask for more of your husband. You know, because it kind of seems like sometimes he'd be leaving her hanging in the zombie apocalypse. But that's not for me to decide. I just thought it was very interesting that it felt like when they asked Daryl if he'd ever been in love, he's like, "Don't talk to me." And then they start to kind of hint at the, you know, the ship, you know, between him and Izzy. I'm like, 
please don't let this be a thing. Like he has to leave. He's not here to raise this child. A part of me really knows that they want Daryl to have that connection with somebody like Laurent. But another part of me is like, but that's just not Daryl. And so I can't stand for it. Yeah. And spoilers, that's not the first ship he misses. You know, it's not the last ship he misses this episode. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) He's not going to stay at the nest. He's not going to get on the boat. He's going to do option C. Right. He actually, um, I thought this interlude about Normandy was really powerful and interesting. And um, AJ watched this before I did and gave me the heads up. This was like the, this was genuinely moving. And I absolutely agree. Um, Having actually just a few months ago, I was actually there and, you know, it it looks a lot nicer than that without zombies. Um, Mm -hmm. But it was, it was something like, that's a very, it's a very powerful place to be in the American cemetery at um, nearby near to Omaha beach is a really like, it's just, you know, miles and miles of headstones, which by the way, how is Daryl finding anybody like, is, is this divine providence leading him to his grandfather's grave? Because that's the only way he's going to find it. It is huge. There are thousands of markers there. He just happens to be by the one that's his grandfather. Mm-hmm. And he walked right up to it, right? Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. Yeah, it wasn't like his first choice, but he searched. But again, thousands? He didn't search that long. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I, thousands. Think I think he did. I think he searched. And and are they sorted by state? Are they sorted by state? No, no they are not. Yeah, they I are completely random. Okay. They are I did, completely I, random. I didn't know, yeah. Um, actually, but, and it's not. I'm, I'm going to find out how many there are because it's not everybody that died there. Right. Um, the vast majority got sent home and are buried in the states, but it's like you had the option of, like you, your loved ones had the option of like you can stay where you are and we'll put up a marker, or you can send the remains home. Huh. But yeah, I, I I thought it was very moving that he, he did. You know, there was that I'm looking, and now, now I'm really looking. Now I'm not leaving until I find it. Mm-hmm. And then when he does find it, is that moment where okay, I'm I'm leaving. There's the no, I can't leave. And, yeah. and just the, 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 the briefest, briefest moment of a tear. Mm-hmm. He's so, not going to let himself cry, but I, I just, ah, oh, it was just so, so good. So, right. Yeah, it's a little over 9,000 American graves dang. in that cemetery. Yeah, yeah, that's so a lot. That's going to be a, that's going to be a tall order to find the one. That might not even be the same William Dixon. Let's that's be true. honest. Sure. There could have been more than one. But, but nevertheless, just to even just, you know, even even if he had been lied to, yeah, that, that he didn't have. I mean, we saw the flashback, so clearly we we know what happened. But yeah. <laughs> even if he had been lied to, just the fact that he sees a Dixon there is going to impact yeah. him as if it were true. So, I mean, I just thought it was just fantastic. And like I said, when 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 I saw the American flag there, and I realized, oh, I knew exactly where he was. Yeah, and I was just like, oh, that is just so cool. It's just just to give him that moment. And and to just really just hammer home that whole, you know, this, yeah, it might not be your fight now, but but maybe it is. You know, like, think mm. about it. Yeah. If you I, don't fight here, then 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 you know what happens. I liked it too. I think it's my one of my favorite Daryl moments for sure because they could have like telegraphed this a lot sooner. They could have showed us Daryl kind of having that moment when he landed on the beaches. You know, I mean, he washed yeah. up ashore. And he knows that, or at least from his recollection of telling the story or whatever, he was saying that his his grandpa never made it off the beach. You know, like he came here to fight and 
you know, from his point of view, that was the end of his story. And what was great, what was great about it was the juxtaposition now is that like Daryl has said that, you know, his, he never made it off the beach and now he has to make it onto the beach mm -hmm. and fight this horde of walkers that just comes up out of nowhere. Uh, you know, mace, knife, mace, knife. And he's got to make his way to the beach to survive uh -huh. as opposed to try to make it off i just ah it's just such a great great bit of writing there yeah it was really good um i, I you would think after all this time you know we wouldn't still be learning stuff about daryl dixon i mean we've been with him for over a decade at this point of our like watching the walking dead and um you know to learn this new information about him it, and it really does care like color him as a character in a way that a lot of the revelations we've had about daryl in the past is just kind of like oh that's a Darylism. but this is kind of like yeah daryl uh his grandfather basically abandoned their family to go uh fight in the war and daryl we know doesn't really like to make bonds with people like that he doesn't do the whole family thing that much i mean this is the only thing that he ever talks about is his, his brother as far as family but you know to really talk about you know like yeah my grandfather made a sacrifice to come fight even though it left his grandma behind, I think it does say a lot about Daryl as his character has developed so far. Yeah, well, I think it brings me back to that moment where he's been separated from everybody and he finds, like he joins the claimers and then he finds Rick and, and Carl on the road and Rick says, you're my brother. Yeah. It, it kind mm -hmm. of brings you back around to that moment. It's like yeah. he's, he's found his family. and um, But of course, the moment is ruined. The moment is ruined. The moment is ruined because he can't just get on the boat and go. No. He cannot. And I know you tried to gaslight me earlier, Jess, but that was Laurent. That what? was Laurent. That, that was, was Laurent. Laurent. That was Laurent. That was Laurent. I sent you a screenshot. Uh, you were gaslighting me. I sent you a screenshot. Gaslighting you? Laurent says Daryl. It, it is was, Laurent. It was me it that was Laurent. gaslit. I was convinced yeah, that that was a I was gaslighting you guys. Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought it I was know, the, I, I was just saving it to the end because it's much more impactful because then I can go on my rant here. It goes like, that's Finn Laurent. Oh, oh my Laurent. God. No, it's partially Daryl's fault because if Daryl had just said goodbye to the kid. Yeah. Then the kid yeah. probably wouldn't have followed him. But, but just, but just like earlier when he freaking turns, all right, you're going to do what I say? Yes, they're going to go just say. Okay, I can't. Okay, and here it's just like, I don't know. Okay, yeah, I hate this more. Yeah, you hate it more, don't like, you? I thought we were setting him up for like the next thing. No, because if it, it had been the girl, there's who cares? He's not going to not get on the boat for a stupid girl. Right. It's freaking Laurent that he's got to save his ass one more time. Uh, Laurent should have gotten eaten. Him up going yes. back to Goddamn and Laurent is surrounded by these walkers. So even if Daryl did want to leave, he can't because he has to go up there and save the kid who's up there yelling and waving course, and drawing attention course. to himself. Yes. Okay. I can't yes. wait to get all the hate mail from all the people. Man, that... they get over it. I watched this twice. <laughs> I, I don't know. It made sense <laughs> Honestly, to me. The first time you said it, I thought you were joking. And then I was like, oh, she actually thinks it's... But I no, went she's back actually that it. wrong. And I went back and double checked because I'm like, well, no, wait, really? I thought it was the wrong. Okay, I, I gotta go then. back and watch this again. I too. thought I was the no, drama, the wrong, but you gotta the watch the episode again. Yeah. yeah. Stupid. Ugh. 
it's it's so really the really thing the thing that tips me off of course obviously is i watch with the subtitles on and so it's like laurent said yeah yeah, and i was like whoa but see but the thing that bothers me so much because obviously he followed daryl and he shouldn't have but he's also surrounded by the walkers if we want daryl to get on the boat we know that he can leave and go back home and we know that carol's waiting apparently or looking for him or whatever but you see this kid up there surrounded by walkers and he's up there like daryl hey what's up daryl don't bye but here's the thing but here's the thing and this is where perhaps perhaps we had daryl have that vision of all the walkers in the sewer tunnel walking around and ignoring him like he don't exist like you know he's he's suddenly brad pitt in world war z having Mm -hmm. injected himself with the stuff Maybe is he hallucinating? Well, he like I said, I thought that was a dream and didn't happen, but maybe it's true. And he was having a vision because they've already brought up this whole faith thing and nonsense, and who knows what direction they're gonna take this show. Maybe he is immune or sends off some sort of hey, I'm one of you toxins that keeps them from no, so maybe the kid is safe. No, no. I'm not okay I with hope that. I the nope. first scene, of course. Mm-mm. Like the I'm kid not... is the, really the messiah because no. he's carrying the zombie cure. If it no. turns yes. out that Laurent is the key to everything, I quit no. this show. Yeah, that, but that's what they but that's what they've been hinting at the whole time anyway. And you know his 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 zombie birth and somehow he's different and he well, got a little bit in the vocal cord and somehow he's processed it differently. I could at least buy that maybe it's not transferable. But that yeah, the zombies think that he's one of them no. because of that. Sure, no. I could. And not after the whole point of this episode was that you make up your own messiah. (laughs) Unless it's the actual messiah. Oh God, it is Laurent. I hate it. How the hell? How the hell did I? Maybe I was just like in deep denial. Because it's this This fool who was preventing our hero from making it home and having a happy ending. I think follows his ass all the way over there, and now Daryl's. You know, Daryl's not going to let the kid die out there. He's going. He's no because he's on he's on a rock. Yeah, and he's the, on the rock. The three zombies are gonna slip going up the rock, and then Daryl's gonna run like, run, jump that way, pat pat pat, and he's gonna be yeah. fine. You know that's Unless, how they're gonna get away. Is but, is he hallucinating the presence of Laurent here? But, oh, AJ. is this a, is this a dream sequence? I'm watching it again right now. Okay, I am multitasking. Do it. I am. Talk us through like it. The fact that the fact that there are like twenty five zombies converging on this, like you kind see of him, like, yeah. But is he looking back? Is this like a symbolic looking Stop back this. at like here is no. what I have left? No, well, because it followed him because that's what this kid does. That's what, that's he, what he does. Does but, but AJ, there's no world where the people left let let Laurent leave the nest and they don't know it. Izzy has to be somewhere around him because let's say. Daryl did search for his grandpa's uh, tombstone or, you know, his, uh, the monument or whatever for a while. It's 9,000 monuments out there. He has to find his papa. It probably took him a couple, a, a few minutes. There's no way Laurent has just been like just hoofing it on his own this whole time, just trying to hope that he sees Daryl in the distance. Izzy's got to be following too. It's just, no, it's just doesn't make sense to me. No, listen, because well, Laurent she wouldn't let him go by everything. himself. He knows exactly where he's going. He knows exactly how to get there. Because he's been tailing him from the moment he left, just keeping just enough distance. And Daryl's not focused on him following him, so he's not in, in his tracker mode and going, ah, I knew you were following me the whole time. And 
And Izzy is probably off in some sort of, uh, you know, Zen workshop with with Lo Sang, and like, oh yeah. yes, oh, the world, and there's kids playing soccer, and like, oh, he must be with the kids playing soccer. There's probably someone there who's got long hair just like him. He maybe gave him their, his jacket, so maybe he's not that wily. <laughs> oh, please, but this but AJ, a, to your point, ruining everything. To your point, we do see Daryl walk clear across the French countryside, right? And he sees like what one walker the entire time, and the guy's like attached to a tree. And so yes. if if he's able to walk pretty much unbothered by uh without any walkers or zombies behind him, there's a world where Laurent did too, you know. And so he followed behind him because we didn't see the, the zombie horde until they got to the beach. Just that is not a hallucination. That is that boy, and he is ruining my life. <laughs> he's think we broke Jess. <laughs> we broke Jess. I hate this. I I I thought that. I don't know what I thought. I think I was just like trying to block it out. I was trying All to. All I know is I put in my nose. I've first- literally never been this wrong on a podcast in my entire life. Like I feel, <laughs> I feel like people are going to ask me to quit now. Well, we got to the bottom of it before the before the podcast ended, but at the same time, it's like, yeah, they already started typing up their responses before we even got to this point. So yeah, put down your guns. We made it here eventually. Yeah, TWD at postshowrecaps.com. Right. No, no, no. We're, yes, we're, just, we're, we're doing a thing where we weren't allowed to tell you until the end of the episode. It was embargoed. I um, was yeah. in shock the whole time. Oh, yeah. We respect the embargo. Right. Exactly. Was even, even but, if you know what? That was not in the... W doesn't by, by saying, Carol's going to be in season two, and she was in this episode yeah. uh, three days before the episode actually aired. But, you know, I digress. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know. It was... I, I'll just say, Laurent standing on the cliff was not in the list of things you weren't allowed to talk about. Well, well, we're talking about it now. Here we are. So we can talk about it now. So this does bring me back to my original question. He really not going to leave because of that boy? Yeah. Yeah. Because otherwise he gets on the boat. Otherwise he gets on the boat. He he gets back. And, 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 you know, there's no, there's nothing to the kicker scene. Whereas where Carol has to find him. Like this is his, he's just like, Oh, Hey, you met me halfway. Great. That's not that's not interesting for season two. What's interesting for season two is we follow Carol for a little bit as she makes her way to France, figure you know, figuring out whatever and coming and finding I'm him at the nest. And, and, and like I'm and here for like, I see Carol was back. Yeah, he needs Carol to rescue him because he's being held captive by a twelve year old boy. Seriously. Exactly. I- and, and, and she shows up on the first thing she goes she goes. Oh, would you like a cookie? By the way, look at the flowers. Because, damn it, she's got to kill Laurent. Take the kid yeah. with you. Take him with you. Get on the boat. Go home. Would he do that, though? Would he Would he do that? Because then he's stuck with this kid. And, and But would he do that to Izzy? Would he do that to those people that he does have a fondness for who have found their Messiah? And that would totally upend their society. And I don't think he'd want to do that. He should have just told the kid bye. But I don't even think that, but AJ, I think you're right. I don't think that would have worked anyway because Laurent does not listen to him. It's the same exact thing he did last time. Stay here. I'll be back. Laurent follows him. Laurent, run. Don't come back. Laurent comes back. This is what he does. And so, yeah, we're stuck Laurent with Daryl and the kid. The very next day, yeah. Laurent comes back. And, he said he won't he, he needs to reverse psychology his ass. Like, yeah. hey, Laurent, you want to get on the boat with me? Looks yes, like yes, fun. yes, Daryl. No, I've turned up and released. I listen to you. I'm coming with you now. Wait, 
We didn't even talk about the most annoying Laurent part to me in this episode is when they get ready to lock him up and he just attacks the guard and they're like, what are you doing? He's like, I thought I was Daryl for a second. Kid, <laughs> kid, you can shot in the face playing around like this. I'm sorry, y'all. I got this kid got to go. I thought I was Daryl really... for a second. But, but, and that was pre-killing Quinn. <laughs> yeah. And that was before, before he couldn't kill the zombie. He's like, I thought, what would Daryl do in this situation? And I just attacked. Sir, you're a child. What would Daryl do? Yeah. 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 That happened. It's all in the same episode. I, Jess, I, feel, tell you. I feel so bad for Jess. I feel like you're like, you have to like re you like reconfigure the entire episode in your brain now. I mean, it makes more sense this way, but I it don't makes like more it. Sense, and it's why I was I, I came in so hot at the top of the episode. And then I was just like, wait, did I see that wrong? Same. Yeah, well, I'm glad you rewatched it. I'm I'm glad I rewatched it too. I was so convinced that I had to go back. I was like, no, that's the wrong. I'm, son, I'm, son of a bitch, it's fucking. It yeah, is. It. I, I just took y'all's word for it. I was like, okay, I swear, I thought that was that little boy. But at the same time, I was really happy when you said that it was Sylvie because I was like, oh, thank God. Um, but then as we talk about it, I was like, okay, but. Daryl staying for Sylvie doesn't make any sense. Get on the boat. But Daryl staying for Laurent yeah, does boat. make sense, even though it doesn't make sense. Please get on the boat, Daryl. Even though he's got better kids in North America. Literally better kids. Bring Judith and tell them Judith is Messiah, and it might be believable. <laughs> yeah, hey, I got you a better Messiah. We've, we've upgraded your Messiah. We got Messiah. So you home. could just, like, feed this one mm -hmm. to the zombies, and you guys can have this one. This one will lead you into battle. Literally, it will yeah. lead you into battle. This is like dark degenerate. Mm. Yeah, like, uh, oh, oh, yes. Would you like to marry my, my huge tracks of land? You're like, push him out the window. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> <sighs> oh, my goodness. That would be fun, 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 fun. <sighs> but at least after that disappointment of, of the kid screwing everything up and the, and the tracking shot and seeing that he's just in harm's way, like nobody's business. We get the Carol kicker, and I was living for it. Same, same. This is, it was like it was just showing you what was missing. Yeah, like yes. this is this it, thought. It just shows how good a character she is that you didn't need to. Like it, it was old. You know, it was a motorcycle and there's a boot. And you're like, oh, did Daryl go to America? Oh, no. It's this strange biker guy. Okay, who is this? I don't know who this is. Oh, there's a car chasing him. Okay, I don't know. He shoots at the car. I don't know. Open the door. Carol. Carol. You do. It had to be Carol. And then it, Carol kicks butt and just handles him no questions asked. Yeah. And the guy has Daryl's motorcycle and Carol's like, okay, I'll be back. But if I, if, if you're not lying to me, if you are lying to me, you're going to die in this trunk. Bye. And uh, badass Carol is here. My favorite character of The Walking Dead is badass Carol. When she's on her, she's like, she's in it. And so, I was hoping we would get a Daryl Carroll reunion, but the show is really good at taking characters that you would hope to see in the same room and never putting them in the room. I'm not even talking about fear yet because we will get there <laughs> soon enough. Uh, but I better I see Coleman Domingo soon. Well, Jess, one of the other things that came from this week of The Walking Dead is that we got a trailer of something else that you might want to talk about. Is, is it time to get into the spoiler for um, what is to come for the future of The Walking Dead after fear? I guess. Um, well, yeah, we did get, we got a trailer for The Walking Dead, The Ones Who Live, or as we're going to call it, The Walking Dead Towel. Yes. Um, 
And if there's to report on this, is, I believe, it's, it's supposed to be Rick Grimes talking about his experiences in kind of a voiceover. You see him, like, killing zombies with blood on his face and stuff. And it really sounds more to me like Andrew Lincoln speaking on fourth wall breaky level about how he keeps trying to quit this and he just keeps not being able to quit. <sighs> Poor Andrew Lincoln. So Poor. we're getting we're getting we're getting the Rishon show. It's happening. We're getting the Rishon show. It's happening. It's the oh, ultimate it's... fan service. It really is. But did you see? See that 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 part we knew it was coming. That you know, we, we saw the teaser, we, we knew that that it was coming at some point down the road. Did you see who is also going to be? <laughs> what character Did I ever is? I. It's our favorite so, new character, Nat. Nat. <laughs> no, not our favorite new character, Nat. I know. I know who we're talking about because yes. this is the whole reason. I, I almost said we really need to wait until Jonathan can be the pod to talk about this because there's some casting news that has come out of the Walking Dead universe today. Um, the announcement that Terry O'Quinn is going to be joining The Walking Dead in a move that I can only imagine is solely because they realized that Josh Wiggler's interest in the friends is flagging like nobody's business. They need to suck him back in somehow. So they they brought on Terry O'Quinn, brought on John Locke himself. Yes, and 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 they said, but you're going to have to pay for it, Josh, because we're also bringing back Holly McIntosh's Janus. We're yeah, bringing I mean, back he, too. Walking Dead giveth and the Walking Dead taketh away. I mean, come on. I mean, it's fine if she's just used in, in, a, in a little prequely kind of mode as, you know, yeah, she got on the helicopter with them. So maybe if it's like, okay, we, we, we show that she was there at one point and then she goes away, please. No, she, yeah, I she, mean, she, she She's supposed to be part of the world beyond at some point. So maybe she drops Rick off and then on world beyond. Yeah, leave. We've seen her. We've seen her show up to to just show up for no reason and be the bad guy when we already had a bad guy that they decided they needed a different bad guy. I don't understand it. Mm -hmm. I don't need more Jadis in my life. And this is the third series we're getting Jadis, right? Because that's the world beyond Walking Dead proper and here? Or is this the fourth season? She she Mm -hmm. wasn't on Fear at, at any point. but No. No, Jadis? fear was bad enough without well, Jadis. Yes, there's still a few episodes left. Oh God, no, there's not. Well, you could. Well, you're right. The finale of Fear could end up with Jadis hopping out of a car and sticking a guy in the trunk. Who knows? Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, I'm sick of Jadis in general as a character, but also I kind of like the idea that at least somebody is able to acknowledge that these shows are tied. Um, because there's a lot, there's a lot of shows going on at one time that are not overlapping enough for me. You know, we got Daryl with his own show where the only semblance of anybody else from the show is just that Daryl keeps mentioning them randomly and that Carol shows up at the end. We see Fear the Walking Dead, which has Morgan as the overlap, but then, I mean, it doesn't seem like we're going to get anybody to go back to the, like, from the Walking Dead proper on there at all because it's about to end. And now we have, uh, you know, the world beyond, which is gone completely. Uh, Dead City is happening in Dead City, but there's no semblance of anybody else from the, you know, from the gang. So I'm hoping that, you know, we get Jada's wandering throughout the comic strips, going through each, uh, each panel. And she show up in New York can a little I, bit. Can, <laughs> can, 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 with that. Up in Paris. Can, sure. Does Jada 
Forrest Gump of the Walking think, Dead universe now? Yeah, I think for a second they were trying to make that Morgan, and then he found a home on Fear. Uh, and he's been in Fear, and he's gonna. And please, I I would be not, so happy if we never see. And I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Lenny, but if we never see Morgan again after Fear of the Walking Dead is over, I will be okay. Um, but somebody is inconsequential as Jadis. I'm like, I don't mind that. Can I can I give a hot take about Jadis? Okay. Sure. I feel like everybody hates her so much that she has come around again, and she is <laughs> great because of how much everybody hates her. It's camp. I yeah, it's camp. It's he's back. <laughs> in our lives and the collective groan that went up when we realized this was happening was like, this is entertaining. Like it's on a meta level. This is our hatred of Jadis is also entertaining. Mm -hmm. Like the, the fact that the character annoys us on such a deep level, like there's a lot of walking dead that just annoys us on very surface level, but this goes deeper than that. I appreciate her for that. She's she's not number one on my hate list. And no. we all know who that is. That's Laurent. Yeah. <laughs> and, and AJ, would this series have been half entertaining if we didn't have Laurent to kick around? Oh, I mean, I suppose there's always got to be a character that, that you hate. Uh, but I, I and, and, you know, maybe it will be this net guy, <laughs> whoever he is. But oh, I've I, already decided he is. I don't care what he does. Like, I, I already, we need first lot because we need it we need a punching bag but i mean jadis really 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 yes really yep i mean i would be fine if she like you know there was like a poster of her on the wall or something like she was like in the recruitment posters and it was like a little little (laughs) easter egg joke i'm just i just i mean uh, all right fine fine I will withhold judgment and I won't throw in the towel until the towel actually starts and we see just how integrated she is into this show. But if they revert her to the, the mute art person that she was, I, I, no, 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 the no. mute art days are over. She's out of that phase. But does it, we don't know when we're going to see her. Are they going to show the whole story of Rick? And that's where she is. Like, that's what I'm she concerned. Said, about. I mean, she dropped the facade on The Walking Dead. Like she was already speaking like a normal human at the time that she was yeah, banging she was. Father Gabriel. Yeah. No, we invented our own language just for just for you know shits and giggles. Like okay, great, super. Mm-hmm. She, was, she was under deep cover. And it was just happened that like all the people around her were buying it. And you know what? <laughs> that kind of you know, that dovetails quite nicely with what we've been talking about this whole episode. That you you make up your own messiah. And Jadis just sort of happened to be that for a lot of people that got the meat grinder. Yeah, no fate but what you make. I got you. It's all Terminator 2 all over again. Yeah, exactly right. Um, Which, you know, that was a... You know, the the Terminator universe and the Walking Dead universe have a lot of similarities when you think in number of spin-offs that make no sense. Like the, the Venn diagram of Walking Dead and Terminator, there's two things in there. Mm-hmm. Interminable nonsensical spinoffs and Robert Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> yes, multiple versions of yeah, two of them. Where, yeah. Where, where yeah. Multiple Robert Patrick's. <laughs> yeah, all right. well, all right. That's coming, is, out, is that, that's coming is, out in February, I believe, is what they, yeah, they February. 
said, I mean, all if all the strikes get settled and we can actually shoot stuff again, that would be lovely. Well, Walking Dead got a special dispensation, and I believe that that Tau would be in man. It's already up on the towel bar, as it were. Um, okay. But I know Daryl Dixon is already shooting because they got special dispensation from the from the unions to break the strike, I guess, cross the pick line. Um, the Walk Dead scab. <laughs> but, you know, that's happening. Um, and I believe that the Rick and Michonne show has been so many years in the making that it's like if it's not in the can at this point, maybe you need to throw in the towel. Yes, and, and that's can C A N, not can C A N N E S, because that, that's a different thing in France. Yeah, and towel yeah, T O W L, not T O W E L. Yeah. It's a different thing here on the Walking Dead. No, Head. but we're just gonna call it towel. You know, yeah. it's mm -hmm. like you're the worst character ever, Towly. I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's me, Laurent. Yeah. I'm the worst character ever. I, I, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not gonna be mad at not having Laurent in my life for a while. Um, and it's possible, like he's just going to settle into Messiah life, and we won't see it in season two. But Psych. in between, yeah, in between now and then, we got a whole season of fear to through, and it's the triumphant return of Troy Otto, which I'm not totally mad at because he's easy on the eyes. But I don't know, he got hit in the head with with a, some kind of heavy metal tool and thrown to zombies, and got his face eaten. So maybe he's not as cute anymore. Find out. <laughs> I, again, I, I'm not, I'm not putting it past them to have it just be a ghost character in the back of Madison's head. I just put it out there. Yeah, that's, you know, the Walk Dead loves a dream sequence. Yeah, are so. we done with this? Are we done? Yeah. Do we have anything else we need to bring up? When when are we coming back for that? When does that debut? Do we know? Uh, October twenty second is supposed to be the premiere of of Fear season eight, but I don't believe we have got the. Did we first episodes? We did. We did because yeah, they did send us the screeners of the first two episodes, so we can't even claim that they think it's so bad they don't want us to watch it because they do want us to watch it. So okay. that's happening, and right. we'll be back. Um, we'll be no, back October twenty second with that. <laughs> So we got out of here and then we'll be back to talk about that because Walking Dead will never die. But um, what else is going on for you, AJ? Oh, not a heck of a lot. The Felonious Pundits are still doing their thing uh, with the rewatch of The Criminal Minds. And uh, you can track that down on your uh, podcaster of choice there. And uh, yeah, you can that sense guard uh, hanging out with uh, Dr. Spencer Reed and the gang uh, until we get to the end of the thing, which, uh, you know, It'll be a while. <laughs> We're not doing it daily like some other people, Chappelle. What? No. Um, no, yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, well, well then then what what will you claim to be working on right now, Chappelle? You can check us out talking daily about suits <laughs> on suitspodcast.com. <laughs> Hosted by Post Show Recaps. And so if you want, if you like the show suits, this is a perfect time to jump in. We're about 
four seasons in. We uh, just did our mid-season finale of a season four, so uh, check that out. And then uh, we got a four and a half seasons left to go, as there are nine seasons of Suits. There's also a Suits spinoff and uh, potentially a, another Suits companion show uh, in the works coming soon if this whole writers and actor strike is done. So there might be Suits Daily for the rest of your life. Who knows? Uh, so check that out here on Post Show Recap. So go to SuitsPodcast.com to subscribe to get more Suits coverage wherever you want to. Um, also on Post Show Recaps, Mario and I are talking about the Changeling on Apple TV+. Plus. It's about to end. And then once it ends, we will go and talk about rap shit on HBO um, from the creator of Insecure, Issa Rae. Uh, this season two of rap shit, Mario and I are geared up and ready to talk about that. So check that out as well on the Connect on Post Show Recaps, wherever you get your podcast uh, on Rob has a podcast. I'm still talking about Below Deck with Sasha Joseph. Every Wednesday, we go live on YouTube. And then, of course, you can always subscribe on the Bravo uh, wrap-ups feed to hear Sasha and I talk about Below Deck Med every week. Uh, Rob and I are talking about the Fall of House Usher this week on um, Nothing But Netflix. And so check that out. We'll have a special guest from Post Show Recaps, Ariel, to come on and, and lead us through the first episode of that. Uh, Brian Scally and I are covering... Uh, the show from the maker of the genius is called The Devil's Plan. And uh, Scally is leading us through that over on Rob Has a Podcast as well. And then uh, this week, uh, a new show premiered, uh, The House of Villains uh, on E! And Jenny Autumn will be covering that on Hit It or Quit It with me as her special uh, co-host. And so I'll be tagging in for Rob and doing Hit It or Quit It for House of Villains with Jenny Autumn. Um, and so you can follow me on Twitter at Chappelle's underscore show to keep up with all of that and more. Is that it? Well, also coming up. No, I'm joking. <laughs> we don't have to get into anything coming soon, but there's some things. There's some things. I mean, what what do you do with your acres of free time, Chappelle? Uh, uh you I know, mean, that's really like you have no life, dude. No, I watch TV <laughs> to wind down, you know, yeah, and you then know. I take notes about it and I talk about it, you know. So there's that. Yeah, you know what? I I think it's like it, it's clear that we are in late stage capitalism because we've all figured out how to monetize all of our hobbies, including watching TV. Yeah. It's Sometimes really it doesn't feel like a hobby. Sometimes I'm like, dang, this is work. But then I start watching TV and I'm like, but I remember why I like this. You know, it's work, but also yeah. every time I turn it on, I'm like, mm, is it? So I don't know. This mind. is still better than work. Yes. Oh, this Much talking to YouTube for sure. Oh, every time. Oh, no, this, is, this, this yeah. is great. This is my highlight of the week. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, so. this, this all that. I'm, I'm going to miss it for a couple of weeks when we don't have it, but I am going to be keeping plenty busy because we have, it is uh, peak amazing race season right now. And so Rob and Mike and I are talking about that on Rob's website. And that's all the things I am doing because I have a job and a child and my child is not nearly as annoying as Laurent. So I voluntarily spend time with him sometimes. So <laughs> got that going for me, which is nice. Um, yeah, that's the end of our show. That's the end of Daryl Dixon for now. I'm sure they will be back. Um, we will be excited what happens. But till then, we've got plenty of Walking Dead keeping us busy. So thank you to the two of you guys for keeping me honest um, and for revealing that I need to watch these things a hell of a lot more closely if I'm purporting to be an expert on television. So <laughs> maybe this is my last podcast ever. Who knows? Um Thank you to the two of you for co-hosting this with me. Thanks to everybody behind the scenes at Post Show Recaps for keeping this going. Thanks to you, the listeners, because we wouldn't do this without you. Um, we'll see you in two weeks for the premiere of Fear the Walking Dead episode something. <laughs> I don't know. 
I, I, I'm endeavoring to be as unprofessional as possible. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Good night. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply